Hello, everybody, and welcome to Juge Health. I am your podcast host, Juju Roberts, and I am so excited you are here. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things ranging from health, fitness, relationships, and how to never stop shining your light. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Juge Health. Today, I am so, so, so excited because one of my great friends from the University of Oregon is joining me, and her name is Manuela. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Of course. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I think I've been anticipating this for such a long time now that I'm just like, let's do it. No, it's been a month, but that is my fault because. I remember the first time we scheduled our podcast, I thought it was Sunday and you thought it was Saturday or something weird. Um, But it was definitely my fault because in my head, I was typing you the right day and then I texted the wrong day. Yeah, it's really fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And like I was telling you earlier, I've just been really scatterbrained with the move. So I'm just super grateful that you're here now. Of course. I'm super excited to be here. And I, like I said, like I've always said, I totally get it. It's life. (laughs) Yeah. Life is really crazy. But before we start the pod, I think everyone knows what time it is. It's shot time. (laughs) Non-alcoholic everybody. Don't you worry. All right. Ready sister? Yes. Are we cheersing through the camera? Yes. We're cheersing. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Here we go. cheers to setting fucking boundaries oh yeah (laughs) um yeah we we can cuss on here if you want I don't know if you're a cusser but I have a potty mouth so oh I am a potty mouth (laughs) (laughs) um okay really quick so the people know a little backstory about you and I when Mel and I met back when we were both at the University of Oregon go ducks um we met at FCA which is fellowship of Christian athletes So we bonded over our relationship with God and we've honestly just kept up ever since with our Instagrams. Um, Manuela is super passionate about mental health, self-love and just living a healthy lifestyle and just wants to share that with whoever she can while balancing a full-time job. Yes. (laughs) But we're not done yet. You have a great resume. I'm gonna keep going and I'm gonna show you off um, because you're super humble, but let me do it for you. Um, Manuela is an anchor slash reporter for Telemundo 23 in the central coast of California. Mm-hmm. So she is on TVs everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I think is super awesome that you've pursued and followed your dreams by doing that. So I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, that was really sweet, <laughs> but yeah, um, I am Manuela, like Gigi said, and we've known each other for like, what, two-ish, two and a half years because of FCA. Um, We're actually both in the J school, but I don't think we ever really ran into each other at the J school. No, and for people who don't know, the J school is a journalism school. Um, Yeah, no, I don't think we ever did because I was, um, I was PR. Yeah, yeah, no, and... I focused a lot on like broadcast. So I did um, 
all the broadcast groups, homework classes. Um, but yeah, now I'm I'm doing what I what I worked for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I like Juju said, I am pretty passionate about mental health um, awareness. Um, I have been going to therapy since I was 14. Um, so I guess since freshman year of high school, you could say uh, on and off. And I think I'm very passionate about letting people know that it's okay to share that information if you would like to, that it's not something that it's looked down upon. I also think that I'm very passionate about, um, you know, also having conversations with people about setting boundaries, because I think that is very important and it ties into your mental health as well. Um, so I'm very excited to be here and talk yes. about that today. Me too. So for everyone listening, today's episode is all about setting boundaries if you didn't already pick that up within your work life, family, friends, significant other. Um, we both believe that boundaries are a huge part of our lives. And if you don't set them, it can be a little problematic. So I think we're just going to dive right in. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and let's just start. I mean, some people may not even know what to you is a boundary. Yeah. So I mean, I guess to me, and I guess the definition changes and varies um, depending the person, but a boundary to me is something or a rule or a limit that I set, uh, whether it's at work or like we said, family, significant other friends, where I let them know that that line or that limit can't be crossed and that they need to respect that line and limit. Um, and that's just to protect, you know, your well-being um, as well. You know, I mean, and I think to better communicate also because it is a form of communication. So you're improving your communication while letting someone know what to respect and what limit they can't cross. Um, and I always kind of like to envision it. You know, I'm drawing a line right here and you can't hop over it or else I'm going to get upset, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And I feel like boundaries wasn't something I had ever set in my life before. And later on, I'd realized maybe with friends that I definitely let them cross the line. Like, do you think it's possible to create a boundary after having a relationship for so long? Or is that, I don't know, for me, it's kind of awkward to be like, to, to be confident enough to tell someone, I actually don't like that you do that. Or no, I'm actually not okay with that. How do you navigate that? Right. So, I mean, I think, I think it is definitely hard. Um, I'm not going to say that it's easy, but I've actually been doing that a lot recently, whether it's with my friends that I met at college or my friends from back home. Um, I shared on my social media that I had recently gone to a car accident and honestly, it was really, really mentally draining um, and a little traumatic. Uh, and I had Sorry. some people in my messages, you know, asking me if I was okay and stuff. And I totally appreciated, but I did not have the energy or the time to respond to them. Um, so I think that in itself is hard because I used to feel very guilty. And sometimes I still do about not responding to that text. You know, that person's going out of their way to check in. I need to respond disregarding the fact that I'm not mentally stable to be able to respond at that point in time. Um, 
So I think at that point, you just have to say, and if they're your friends and they truly care about you and they'll get over it, if they get upset in the moment, they'll get over it. Um, you can just say something along the lines of, hey, I'm not okay right now. Um, and I would rather like talk about it, you know, sometime later on, but I really do appreciate your message. Or you just don't respond and you get back to it when you get back to it and you just tell them, hey, this was going on. Um, I feel so much better now and I'm ready like to have that conversation. Yeah, no, and I think that's great. And that's definitely something I feel as if me and a lot of people struggle with is just texting in general is draining. And I'm, I get a lot of people in my DMs as well who ask me questions about health, fitness and all that. And I feel really obligated to respond. But like you had just mentioned, obviously I hadn't gone to a car accident like you, but even just on a normal day, there's some days where I don't want to respond, but I feel really pressured to, and I don't draw that boundary. And then I, I regret it later. I go to bed. I'm way later than I wanted to. My eyes hurt from being on the screen and I feel like I didn't benefit from it. So, yeah. And I think something that's really important to realize, and I think, you know, one of my friends is actually an important part of me learning to set my boundaries and realizing that we don't have to apologize because apologizing, I think also takes a big part in like, you know, like maybe you didn't respond and so you're like, sorry, I didn't respond because like, don't apologize. You just didn't respond and move on, you know, like, yeah. So like, don't feel bad about it they're not going to, you know, die if you don't text them right away. They can wait till the next day. You can go to sleep. You can go to bed uh, and then wake up. And then if you don't have time the next day to respond, then you don't respond. Like once you respond, they'll understand. Um, and I think, again, my friends know that I'm a bad texter. I hate texting. Uh, I rather sent you, a, like, I rather call you really quick if we really need to talk. Voice memo. Um, yeah, or voice memo. I love voice memos, but I'm not going to text you. Most likely I'm not going to text you. And I've, you know, I've let all my friends know and my family, if I'm at work, I'm not going to text you. If, you know, two hours after work, I probably still won't text you because I'm doing whatever I want, working out, eating, relaxing, watching TV. So it's like, really, you have to set those boundaries, let people know how you are, obviously. Um, and then just like actually act up on it because we can say we're going to do things and then not do them. And they just keep getting worse. No, I 100% agree with everything you just said. And I think this is a good segue into kind of breaking up the different boundaries we have in our lives, because it's obvious you can't treat everyone the same with the same boundary. Mm -hmm. yeah. So with your work and what you do, what's some advice or boundaries that you've set during work that you found that has helped you or maybe you're still learning to try and set yeah so I think something that like everyone might be able to relate to are like deadlines um whether you know depending your job the deadline may vary but for us you know deadline you have to turn something in at five o'clock and if you don't turn it in like it's bad for you <laughs> so I think people asking you to do favors throughout the day and you in the back of your head knowing that you have to meet that deadline. But if you do that favor for that person, you're going to be put behind or set behind uh, or set back. Um, so learning how to say no, you know, like I can't do that for you right now. 
Yeah. Well, and especially like I'm one of the, I think I'm one, I am the youngest person at my company. So it is hard to say no to someone who's older than you, who's worked there for longer. You know I mean? Like, no, I can't do that. But like, really like knowing that they're, they're going to respect you because you spoke up, you know, and you weren't just like, yeah, you know, and I think setting those boundaries early on at your workplace is also important. Not that you can't do that later on, but if you set them earlier on, it's going to be easier later on to be like, no, I can't do that. You know, and they're not going to be surprised. Yeah, no, that, that's something that was definitely interesting for me because I started my job off as an intern. So when you're an intern, you, you got to say yes to everything. I mean, maybe I could have set boundaries, but when you're an intern, you just do what you got to do. And then my job turned into a full-time job. So it was interesting to transition and be able to set those boundaries. And, and there was a lot of times where I forgot I wasn't an intern anymore. Mm -hmm. So I like that just setting them early on and just not being afraid to say no. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. And you're at your workplace that you just set them early on would be my tip. Don't be afraid to say no, because at the end of the day, and I've heard it from my boss herself, I respect people when they speak up. And by you saying no, you're speaking up. Obviously, you want to be polite about it. Yes, <laughs> don't be <please>. rude. <laughs> don't be rude. <laughs> but but set your boundaries saying I can't do it at right, right now or I'm running behind. Can't do it. They'll understand. Yeah. And sometimes I think saying no is more powerful than saying yes. Yeah. You it kind of shows to- character. It does. It does. I think Mm -hmm. so too. Yeah. Yeah. No. But yeah, those are pretty much my tips for, I guess, at the workplace. Now this next category or aspect of life is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Family. Family is, oof, I feel like with my family, at least there is no boundary. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I can agree with you. And I like, don't know if it's like, I think it's almost even like a mixture of like, uh, your, like your cultures and like boundaries being like mixed together, because I feel like a lot of the time, different cultures have different boundaries. Like a lot of my friends who grew up in the States or parents are from the States, like, uh, you know, like they have set boundaries and maybe a little more. I don't know like you have you time but like at least my parents and where we're from there are no boundaries like they're walking in like to your room they're you know constantly asking you where you at like who are you like I'm 23 and my parents still spend most of their weekends here (laughs) yeah you know like I don't really have and like I don't mind that um but there, there, there is a lack of boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel the same way. I spend time with my family all the time, not complaining about my family. I love my family, but we just don't have boundaries, but what's some advice you would give to me and everyone else on how to even create those with family? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, I have been going to therapy for a long time and, and that is actually a big, uh, topic between my therapist and I, how to set boundaries with my mom or my dad. Um, My sister and I like are pretty respectful about each other's boundaries. Um, 
but more so with my parents, you know, a lot of the time they feel, I believe that they can confide in me in a lot of maybe, whether it may be their like financial struggles or relationship struggles between them, kind of forgetting that I'm the daughter. And that's totally fine for your parents to confide in, but also setting that boundary of like, hey, like before you tell me all of these things, can you ask if it's okay to share that with me or if it's okay to talk to me about that? Because I might not be okay or I might be stressed with work. I might be stressed with maybe my significant other or something related and I'm not okay. And that might just add to my stress, (laughs) you know? Or like, I remember when I went off to college, my mom would call me six or seven times throughout the day. I'm not exaggerating. I believe you. My mom did the same thing. Yeah. And if I didn't respond, oh, like I was going to like hear it. Like, so I think that was really hard. And my mom did not talk to me for two weeks after I asked her not to call me that, that much. Um, But I set that boundary. I told her like, Hey, like, I love you so much, but I'll text you in the morning and then I'll give you a call at night. And that was kind of like, or meet me halfway. And I was like, and I explained to her, you know, like, I think explaining to your parents, realizing that they didn't grow up in our generation as well. And that this like whole boundary, mental health, like wellness is like new to them. Yeah. It's new to them. They don't understand. So you have to explain it to them. You have to like say, Hey, like, I really want to set this boundary, explain what a boundary is, what we're doing right now. Um, why it's important and like why you need that um, and they'll understand they might not maybe talk to you for a little bit <laughs> in my situation I've gone that as they'll well. get over it because they love you and they're your family um, I do really love what you said about um, kind of asking if someone is able to handle what they're about to tell you or same for you if you want to vent to someone I, I remember hearing this on a podcast once and they asked it in a very um, rough way, which I wouldn't ever ask. This is just not me, but the example they gave was before you're going to vent to someone or tell them something serious about you um, and whatnot, you should ask them, do you have the mental capacity to be able to listen to what I'm about to tell you? And I thought that was beautiful because I had never thought about thinking of, this sounds so horrible, but you don't really think when you just, when I vent to my girlfriends or I don't know, whoever, you don't really think about anyone but you in that moment. Oh yeah. But it's a two-way street. So now before um, I vent to someone and even like my best friend in the world, I'll ask her, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to unload on you right now. Is, is that okay? Is this a good time? Yeah. And I think that's, what everyone should do yeah no you're 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 preaching right now um I think and I mean like if if we wanted to talk about um boundaries with friends perfect segue yeah yeah we can I think I've been doing that a lot lately with all my friends uh and I think it has also taught them to set boundaries for themselves you know and realizing that for example one of my friends is becoming wants to be a therapist and so she says everyone always comes to me with their problems disregarding the fact that like I have problems of my own and I don't need to be hearing everyone's problems and you know at that point I just tell her what I what we just talked about like well 
tell them that, tell them that like, Hey, like I'm not ready, you know, to hear all of that. And I'm so sorry that's happening to you. Um, uh, but I can't talk about it right now. Like I have my own problems and that person will understand. And, and I think also you have to realize if you're that person venting, like no one is obligated to sit there and listen to you. Like as crappy as that sounds. And I think at that point, and that's a whole different topic. That's where you need to learn how to, you know, maybe write your feelings down or sing your feelings down or dance your feelings out, you know, or work out your feelings, like figure it out, like on, on your own, all by yourself. Like, cause that's also healthy, you know, like not always having to have someone there to help you figure out your problems, but yeah. like I said, whole different topic. Um, so yeah, like setting that boundary with your friends of like, I'm not ready for that or no, I can't. And that might be really shitty and it might sound really bad, but like, you have to tell them, you have to be honest and they'll understand. Yeah. No. And if they're your real friends, they're going to understand it. And like we said earlier, don't be rude about it. Don't be like, I don't want to yeah. hear your fucking shit. It's <laughs> doesn't need to be like that. It's just, I am not going to give you their reaction and the response that you want right now. So can we talk about this tomorrow or whenever you're ready and I think your friends would appreciate that because then you're just going to be more engaged with them anyway. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I totally agree. Um, and like, I know earlier you talked about like setting boundaries with like longtime friends and, you know, like that's hard. It's super hard. But again, I, I want to reiterate that if they love you and if they're truly your friend, they'll understand and they won't get upset with you. Um, and I mean, you have to like also keep in mind and remind them if, if they don't understand why that's the thing that you want to do now. Like if you want the friendship to continue and grow, then you need to learn how to set that boundary. And honestly, I feel as if the people in your life aren't okay with the boundaries. That's a problem within them. Mm -hmm. and yeah. And it's, it's energy that you need to now like take away from that and just put it back into your own pocket and keep it for yourself. <laughs> no, exactly. 100%. If you get mad at someone for making a boundary, if, if you get mad at someone because they've created a boundary, that probably means you're taking advantage of the friend. Yeah. Or yeah, whoever no. it is. And like, yeah. And I think that a big part of that is like learning how to say no, not always saying yes. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could go on about so, boundaries. Like another topic that we could yeah. have a podcast on, but um, yeah, but <laughs> friends, it's it's hard. Friend boundaries are hard, but you know what's harder? Significant others. Oh yeah, there. I feel as if that might be harder than family. Yeah, and you know what? And I think significant others, unlike friends, I feel like I mean. I guess I could go either way, but I feel like it's almost harder to set a boundary with a significant other at the beginning of your relationship because you're just getting to know that person and you're kind of in that lovey-dovey stage where you like don't know if what if you setting that boundary is going to push them to the edge and like it's done 
And that's the last thing you want at that point in time. So I feel like it's scarier to set a boundary at the beginning. I, I also love that we're about to talk about significant others because you're in a relationship for how many years now? Um, I, we're actually barely going into a year and a half of dating. That's a long time. Okay. That's <laughs> a long time for, for me. Yeah. But I'm going to, I want to hear what creating a boundary in a relationship is like. And then I also want to share with you what I've been doing as a single lady about. Yeah. So let's, this would be good because a lot of people who listen to the pod are either in like heavily committed relationships like you or like me, who's just running wild. So it'll be (laughs) good to hear both sides of this. And I think it'll help a lot of people. Yeah. Now, um, you first. in a relationship, but setting a boundary. So I know I said that like for me, like setting boundaries or not for me, but setting boundaries might even be scary at the beginning. Um, and I think because I've been in several relationships, I've learned what I want and what I don't want from a relationship. So I've also learned that setting that boundary at the beginning is what's going to like get the whole relationship, like set the the base or the foundation for that relationship. The foundation, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I knew from the get-go that I did not want a boyfriend who was going to constantly be on me about what I'm doing, who I'm with, what I'm wearing, because unfortunately that was like boundaries that were crossed in past relationships or a boyfriend who was going to monitor, you know, my every move. I wanted someone who was going to respect the fact that I'm very into mental health, mental awareness, um, my wellness, my body. I'm very into myself and that might sound conceited, but like I wanted someone who was going to accept that and not feel some type of way about it. So I set those boundaries and I said, this is how I am as a person. You can take me as I am or you can, we can end this really quick and I'll find someone else type of thing. Um, And he understood that, like he understood, you know, that I was very about my identity as a woman, identity as POC, identity as someone who's passionate about mental health. Um, So there wasn't a problem with that. And I think that really set the tone for the rest of our relationship. And don't get me wrong, he also, I think he took advantage also that I was being open with him. So he was open with me about his boundaries and I learned about what he wanted. So I think that helped us grow and we continue to use that as a form of communication. And if a boundary does get crossed because it happens in relationships, they're not perfect. um, We remind each other like, hey, like that was a boundary for me and you just crossed it. And this is how I feel about it, you know, type of thing. So it's important to realize that no relationship is perfect. At the beginning, my tip would be set the boundary as early as possible, even if it's scary, because I know it's scary. Been there, done that. But it really sets a foundation. The second tip is realizing that relationships aren't perfect and boundaries will be crossed as long as they don't get crossed repeatedly, as long as you are able to have conversations about those boundaries um, and have, you know, some sort of communication and growth from it, then it's okay. Um, And then continue to set boundaries throughout your relationship, because remember that you're still learning about that person. I know my mom still says she's still learning things about my dad, and they just had their 24th year anniversary. So like, 
awesome. realize that you will continue to set boundaries as you go on in your relationship. And yeah, I mean, those are, I think those are the three main things well, set, uh, continue to commun- communicate and set the boundary and then continue to create boundaries. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to say like, when you go out with your, when you're going out on dates, the first thing you need to say is like, okay, boundaries, oh, no. like let's, let's get down. <laughs> Take me as I am. <laughs> no, like it's more so when it comes to relationships, it's more so just being comfortable, being unapologetically yourself. And mm-hmm. like we've said probably a thousand times during the podcast, if you're not okay with someone or you don't, or not with someone, if you're not okay with something or you don't want to do something say no like don't okay don't yeah it's literally okay and don't be someone you're not because then the whole relationship you're gonna have to pretend that you're someone you're not and then you're gonna set a boundary what two years down the line and be like I'm actually this completely different person yeah and I think like I mean, I don't know, uh, Gigi, if you can speak on that, but I feel like when we're in the dating stage or when I'm in the dating or when I was in the dating stage, I would always like be afraid, you know, that the person would find out like stupid things. Like I love country music. Most people don't expect that out of me. They assume that I like, I don't know, rap. I don't know. (laughs) And so I thought something as stupid as like, oh my God, I like country music or like, uh the way I talk or something I had to change it because what if the person doesn't like it you know but like a, awesome. but that's like a boundary in itself you know <laughs> like I'm not gonna change myself for you wait that's so true because okay so I feel like that's such a thing to do especially I started dating at a really young age so I used to not even want to eat in front of dudes like when I was first not that that's a boundary or whatever but I would just get really embarrassed same thing like you said or just didn't want people to find out certain things yeah I okay like you said I've I have also have been in a lot of relationships and not ashamed because I've learned what I like and definitely what I don't like exactly um but I'm not saying I'm a pro at dating because I'm not, but I've been on like a couple dates, like maybe more than a couple, whatever. It doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but it's so much easier and way more fun to go out on these first dates, being yourself and just laying down the line and just showing up as you, like, I used to get really nervous to tell people I was vegan or I like EDM, like your same thing with country music or that I was a cheerleader. And now I just lay it out. I'm like, yeah, I'm this, 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 and this. If you're not cool with it, you can get out the fucking door. I don't got time for anyone trying to. Exactly. So that's how I approach dating as a single lady with that. Like those are my, I guess those aren't my boundaries, but those are more so I guess the boundary is just being yourself and not being afraid to have an opinion. Yeah, no. And I think um, having someone, I think when you're dating, having someone understand who you are, where you're coming from and them being okay with that is kind of, it, it is kind of like a boundary because 
you're kind of like saying like, hey, you're showing up as your true self and you're saying like, hey, this is me. Um, if you don't like me, you know, like, well, I'm not going to let you cross over. And that's kind of like a boundary and like you can leave. And that's a boundary. That's a bubble that they're not going to cross. They're not going to come in. That's not, that's energy. They're not going to take. And you set yeah. that boundary of if that person doesn't like me, well, then bye. and I think like a real I guess an actual boundary that for me I mean I could I'm different I maybe I have a different opinion on this but I want to see kind of what your take Mm -hmm. is so I think the boundary with dating and going out on these dates meeting these guys is setting the boundary of what is your end goal like why are you going on these dates and what are you trying to do And for me, like, I'm not just trying to hook up. I'm not just trying to have a one night stand. This isn't to say I'm trying to meet my husband or I expect to on these dates, but it's more so just setting the standard of, I want to be treated like a lady. You're going to take me out on an actual date. I'm not going to go hang out in your apartment and watch Netflix. And I also... I'm not going to put out for you on the first date. Yeah. So it's like, don't, if you're single and you're dating and you want to be taken seriously and be spoken to and treated like a lady, my advice for you is to don't let these boys who only want to hook up with you change the way that you're talking or change the way that you're thinking of I don't know if that makes sense but no it does it's like and I and I do agree with everything you just said I think you know letting that person know that you I mean I I was never I never really liked hookups Uh, it wasn't my thing and that's not there's nothing wrong with hookups to each their own you can do whatever you want (laughs) um but I think for me it was always like you know, I, I, I want to get to know you, um, and getting to know you does for me does not mean in your house, in your apartment, in your bed (laughs) for me, getting to know you is like going out to dinner. We don't even have to go out to dinner. You don't have to spend money on me. We can go on a walk. We can go on a run, go, go work out, but I want to talk to you, get to know you. And that's a boundary. I'm not going into your house. You know, I'm not going, I'm not, um I don't know putting out for you like you said on the first date that's those are boundaries and I think that a lot of girls struggle with that and I've had my fair share of guys who they want to push your boundaries though that's the thing they they want to see how far they can push you because that's how they're going to treat you so I think it's super important like for example you're talking to a guy. I'm going to give you a real life example for me. Okay. Talking to this guy, really sweet. All of a sudden things got real sexual, really fast. I did not like it. I did not like it. So I immediately was like, I didn't even respond. I'm like, I'm done with this. And he kept bugging me. And I go, honestly, I wasn't comfortable with the way you were speaking to me. It kind of came out of nowhere. And if you don't want to get to know me and you just want to talk to me like this, you can go find someone else to do that with. Mm -hmm. And girls and guys, there is nothing wrong with standing up for yourself and saying that you're uncomfortable with something because they honestly, 
would probably look at you differently after you said that. And and honestly, like you don't even have to end up with that person. You don't have to go no. on another date after you say that, but you just taught them what a boundary is. You just taught them that Period. that's not okay. So you just did, you just gave them a gift is what yes. you did. <laughs> and now you're walking away. And what you took out of that is I'm not doing that with someone else. And you kept energy and you put it again in your pocket and are going to share that with someone else now. So they, you saved time, you taught them something and it's done. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. Exactly. You, maybe you were supposed to meet that person or talk to that person because they needed to know what a fucking boundary was. You, you planted a seed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now you're the lid loosener and hopefully they'll be better for the next person they talk to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boundaries are just insane. And honestly, I've learned a lot from you tonight. I'm glad. And I mean, I, I've learned a lot from me too. And it, it was very interesting. Again, I, like I said at the beginning, boundaries are different for every person. The definition changes depending the person. And it's interesting to see what your boundaries are and how you've handled them because we don't all handle them the same way either. Yeah. Which is, I think it's not a conversation had enough boundaries, which is why we're having this conversation and we can learn a lot and change the way that we look at our own boundaries and like mm-hmm. I said I learned a lot maybe you learned a lot from my crazy brain like so I hope people can yeah. take away from this and if I can challenge anyone is to think about the different boundaries and the different people you have in your life and try and yeah. those. I would even say like what helps me is you know if you're listening and you've gone to this point like go ahead pull out a piece of paper or even in your notes in your phone and write out three boundaries that you have or three bound and three boundaries that you currently have with people and three boundaries that you would like to have with people. Love it. And then how you're going to go about acting upon those boundaries. Um, and, you know, and if you still want to maintain those boundaries that you already have with people, I feel like those are really good steps to start setting boundaries. Um, and then move on from there. I love that. I'm going to do that. There, you can always set more boundaries. I'm not saying your life needs to be full of boundaries, but there are always opportunity to set more and be better. So that is going to be my homework tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm glad. But okay, I like to end with this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I, I wonder if I've said this in my last guest podcast. I don't know. Um, it's been a while for me, okay? If you could give one piece of advice to the Juge Health listeners, what would it be? Um, If I could give a piece of advice to a Juge Health listener, I would say always stay true to yourself. And if we're on the boundary topic, realize that setting boundaries is a healthy thing. Um, It's something that will help you grow as a person and the people around you. So set them ASAP and live your life to the fullest. Because I think once you've set those, I think a lot of things are going to come in, come your way. Um, yeah. I love that. Manuela, thank you so much. 
for joining me today on of course. thank you for having me I'm super excited and super happy that we were able to do this <laughs> too it was such a long time coming but I appreciate you and I hope I can give you a hug in person soon yeah I know air hug for now <laughs> um thank you again so much and juge health we will catch you next time Thank you.